0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Bucket List podcast with your hosts, Chris and Pam. And we bring to you another special Oscars 2020 edition, uh, Best Picture Talk. Today, we'll be talking about the last three movies on our list, uh, 1917, Parasite, and Little Women. So we finally got a chance to get them all done. Uh, What do you want to talk about first, Chris?
1: Well, let's start from the top. Let's do the most recent one we 1917? saw. 1917.
0: All right. So, a war movie. Boo!
1: Everybody has a good war movie.
0: <laughs> I don't... Okay. Well, what did you... You're, you're the war expert, the historian. Mm. What did you think of the movie?
1: Well, I have to compare it to like previous war movies. All okay. qu- Quiet on the Western Front was a, was a famous book and made into a movie. I think Chamberlain was in that movie. I forget um it's old isn't it Oh, <laughs> it's super super old and um uh just just passed away Kirk Douglas was in oh, yeah, uh just played passed a f-
0: away today French
1: colonel um um age 103 about wow. bravery and um, cowardice and shooting people for cowardice when they were just acting out of fear and then we have 1917 which is a true story or a story that was passed along by a great grandfather to grandsons about a guy that was Trying to save a whole battalion of um, British soldiers from, you know, launching a, an attack, uh, which was a trick that would have ended up slaughtering the whole battalion.
0: Yeah, I thought that was um, pretty interesting. I, for at first, I got a little like shades of Saving Private Ryan when mm-hmm. he was like, "Do you have a brother? Well, let's go save him." And I was like, "What? <laughs> uh-huh. I can but I guess this was a, a slightly different.
1: <laughs> right, right. And it
0: was just to bring the brother home. This mm-hmm. was more like to save that whole battalion. What was really cool about this movie, I thought, was the way it appeared to have been in all one shot.
1: Yes, yes, that was very different.
0: And that was cool. I know I read that there are some breaks, and I guess you could probably mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like watch the movie and kind of look for them, like Sam Mendes, who's the... Um, Director and the writer, he um, said that they're like when they go behind objects or when things go black, that that's where he put the edits. But um, mm-hmm. I knew that watching the movie, and I still couldn't really pick them out. I thought it was like, wow.
1: Yeah, it was very smooth. It really did. It felt like one continuous shot. Like we were really following them from um, different points of view, but definitely floating around them, circling around them, or in front of them, and and seeing that reaction was. Definitely, I felt the fear and desperateness. I guess to to survive in this movie.
0: Yeah, I I uh, I felt dirty afterwards. Yes, yes, I always feel like that after uh-huh. after more well, movies.
1: Nineteen seventeen, that that war, World War One, was a conventional war at the height of industrializations. So. It was like a meat grinder. They had more tanks and bullets and bombs to, you know, could make people continue to fire, you know, constantly 24 hours a day. We're training these soldiers went from, you know, 10 years to six weeks. A lot of people don't understand that. Like before training somebody in the cavalry, they first had to have some kind of talent or know-how to ride a horse and then how to train that horse to not to, you know, you know, to do what it, you wanted to do, and fire a rifle from it, or you know, to to move in a group and yeah. do those long hauls. So you didn't want to put those cavalry or those you know special forces or special men in in possible situations because you would lose out all that experience and all that training—ten years, five years of training—and now it's like, well, we can make another guy just like you in six weeks. So it was a <laughs> war of attrition. And I, th- I think there's there's a line in there. that says, "This war is not going to end till the last man is standing," and yeah. and what, that's what it really was. Of France and Britain, there wasn't enough men. You know, it took them forever for men to, you know, to recover to the equal population of female or women. I don't know why I went scientific like
0: that. <laughs> Yeah, it seemed like uh, I don't know. I felt a little weird watching it because. Because I don't really, history is my worst subject, you know that. So I kind of was a little lost. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, what are they doing? Who are they?"
1: Right. It's I didn't a, even
0: realize they weren't American. Right. That was
1: the British. Right. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> it took me a while to. Well, figure that
1: was that was. That a, I've always been amazed by when it comes to people in England. It's it's you know an island. It's very relatively mm-hmm. small. Right. And they are able to section themselves off with culture and, and language
0: right. yeah we were talking about that mm-hmm. off,
1: and they're in the truck Mike. you could tell the Welch right and right. Scott and right and the somebody.
0: Yorkshire and the Devonshire group mm-hmm. and, yeah they all have and it's not just like different accents but like different worlds completely sometimes and like.
1: attitudes towards each other mm-hmm. and Attitudes towards outsiders, even though they're all British, they're still they're a United Kingdom, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I heard a lot of "That's not one of ours." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a lot of mm-hmm. times when they're coming through, and one time, like it's not even our country because they were in France, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, you know, it was. I thought it was a very good movie. I'm not sure if I feel like it was best picture worthy. Mm. Like, they didn't get any acting nominations, right? Um, so I think like this camera work was good. The directing was really good, mm-hmm. but I think a best picture needs kind of more of an overall.
1: Yeah. It's, it's you know, doesn't have a lot of dynamics. It's, it's you with the, the, the main character trying to survive and always trying to survive. There's not a lot of complexity in it.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's, it's a war movie, but. A nice war movie. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I liked Dunkirk better. If I'm gonna, oh yeah. If I'm gonna look at war movies, Mm -hmm,
1: because that was from multiple perspectives at the same time at the same moment. Yeah,
0: and I was like, um, not at all wanting to watch that Mm -hmm. one either. But I was kind of riveted by it when I saw it. This one, I could appreciate that it was kind of cool, but
1: Mm -hmm. and you could see the desperateness of it. It was almost the same. And the in you know that we have to do this.
0: Yeah, but it just, beyond
1: uh, you know impossible odds.
0: Yeah, it definitely kept you on your toes. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I would say Dunkirk was definitely better.
0: Yeah. Well, another movie that we saw that I feel like is a little bit more well-rounded was Parasite. Mm. Now this is my second time seeing it. Mm-hmm. I had already seen it, so I was super excited
1: to watch it with you. But what did you think? I loved it.
0: You did. I loved Yay. it.
1: It reminded me of some old movies that we used to watch. It used to be the 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 movies that we used to watch, like when you would get the Entertainment Weekly.
0: Oh yeah, and it
1: would be the B I list. Get it. <laughs> and yeah, and it was. And, and another part I liked it. It was like it was it was South Korean and their version, right? It was you know contemporary. Mm-hmm. It was you know going right, right. another their time, but they have the same. It's the same things we do. I mean, right, they, yeah. they, they almost mm-hmm. have the same attitudes, rich versus poor, mm-hmm. same struggles. I mean, you know, this this, this family is going through a little bit a chosen struggle, wow. but um, I think I think it was it was very revealing how how more, much more connected we are, mm-hmm. but the xenophobia and and maybe the, yeah. the the ocean that separates us puts up a, a wall that's not necessary a wall. It's a, it's almost transparent.
0: Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying because sometimes we watch, uh, what as they're called now, international films, and sometimes you're you're kind of captivated by the difference, right? Mm-hmm. The cultural difference, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I don't know, um, what's that one Indian movie? That one um that got some awards one year slum where, dog millionaire yeah slum dog millionaire mm-hmm. so a lot of it was like gosh what a what a different culture that is right like,
1: right that
0: those things could happen mm-hmm.
1: and how and much it, more they have it yeah
0: right and in this movie you don't get that at all no
1: none of the stereotypes No, because it's, yeah.
0: they're very they're modernized like mm-hmm, we are right mm-hmm, they're worried mm-hmm. about their wi-fi and their cell phones yeah, and yeah. the big houses um, and then the crappy luxuries houses and, and mercedes benzes and the things Habs, like that has more right so yeah. you weren't so much um disconnected yeah you weren't disconnected because you felt like oh yeah that's something that could totally happen mm-hmm. here so when when i know when the director won what was it, his golden globe mm-hmm. and he said if you could just get past get the past couches. that those little three <sighs> inches of words at the bottom mm-hmm. you'd open to yourself to mm-hmm. a, a whole new world of movies and i think that's true with this one like I sometimes forgot I was reading (laughs) Yeah, along with it. And I think
1: that's a lot of people's, you know, fear or misgivings about, you know, oh, I got to read it. Right. How can I do both or whatever? But after a while, your brain, I guess, really adapts if you're, you know, you're a good reader. Oh, yeah. And it kind of just kind of blends in together with you not really consciously aware of it. You're just absorbing it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, also. Like
1: you read paragraphs at a time. Yeah. My wife is very talented. (laughs) My wife could, when we were were first dating and go to college, um, I was like, "Oh, there's so much reading," and she was like, "I love it, you know." And she was, "I just, I take in words, you know, sentence at a time," and it just blew my mind about you. I was like, "What? A sentence at a time? Yeah, I just, I go, that's not normal." (laughs) Dear listeners, when you
0: read. In your head, do you stop and you read every word, like mm-hmm. in your head?
1: Well, some I have shit. Do you? I guess I, don't know. I guess you kind of taught me how to read a little bit. <laughs> 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 I think I've gotten better at it, but before I was like, "And uh, dog <laughs> crossed the road. God, let's get a snack."
0: Well, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I've I've heard that some people like hear themselves read in their head when they're reading silently, but mm. I don't. I don't know. I don't.
1: You don't even hear a voice? No. I have voices all the time.
0: (laughs) I just, it just, I don't know. (laughs)
1: That's how I related to Joker.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I have a condition. Dear God, help us. (laughs) You are always laughing inappropriately at things. (laughs) Oh,
1: yes, all the time. (laughs) I'm getting better at it, though.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I thought Parasite, I thought it did great. There's sometimes where it's like a comedy and then sometimes it's like a horror movie, right? And then sometimes it's like very, very drama, you mm-hmm. know, and and it says something about society. And hey,
1: when it when it turns, it turns very, very quickly. Where I I got mad at the family, you know. I was like, "What are you doing? We we were doing so well. I was having so much fun with you guys." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it was like, it "Oh man, have you done it now?" I don't know what you just opened up is a Pandora and she's pissed.
0: <laughs> Pandora. <laughs> yeah, no. It was it's a great movie.
1: Yeah, you got to go see it.
0: Yeah, you got to get over if you have a hang up over captions you mm-hmm. have to have to get over. Or if it.
1: you don't want people to see you watching a movie cuz you have to rewind it to reread stuff, <laughs> do it by yourself.
0: That's okay. <laughs> so sometimes I would like get up and walk, you know, the first time I was watching it. I'd like get up and go to the bathroom, and then halfway there, Mm. I'm like, "Oh shit!" (laughs) I'm listening, but I don't know what's happening. I got to go back and Mm -hmm.
1: thank God. Yeah. Oh yes.
0: Yeah, if I had seen it, um, it had a super limited release um, in the theaters, and then it went to Mm. Amazon.
1: Well, what happened to me? Speaking of having to go to the bathroom, we had our carbon monoxide alarm go off, like. Last thirty minutes of the movie, and I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" And I was like, "Well, you don't. Know, I can't smell it. I mean, that's how it happens, right? You or don't know. You don't smell. It, that's <laughs> the point." I was like, "And it was freezing cold outside." I was I like, "What am I doing?" <laughs>
0: well, it turns out they're only good for seven years, yes. and after seven years, they will beep twice every thirty seconds. So
1: one went off, and the other two off. And
0: that, yes, and then today the other two went off <laughs> because I guess they were both in. All three installed at the same time. Buy buy in bulk. Yeah, so just in case. And I guess that's it. Like, you throw them away because (laughs) I put in new batteries and nothing. Yeah, better be safe than sorry. Yep, so now we got to go get new ones. Yes. Yeah, well, it kind of freaked me out when the second one went off today. And I was like, (laughs) oh, shit.
1: I always went across the street to the neighbors and said, hey, you know, can you come over and smell my house and tell me if you smell gas? Because... You know, it's that silent creeper. But you know? don't
0: smell carbon monoxide. That too, right? Yeah. I, I thought
1: you couldn't. Oh, it's monoxide you can you can smell. <laughs> yeah, but not. Anyway, we're way off subject. Oh, well. But we uh, almost died.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but then we didn't,
1: so <laughs> it was a luckily. Hunt. It was a parasite.
0: Well, and then the last movie that you didn't see, I spared you from it, mm. was Little Women.
1: Mm. The I first don't know. American literature.
0: Uh, I just, I I can't. Really, I've never liked the story.
1: Mm, the author's Alcott, right?
0: Louisa May Alcott, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I, I've i seen Little Women. I saw an old one with Winona Ryder. Right, there was one in the I can never say 90s. her name very yeah. fast. I have to say it, slow it down. <laughs> Winona Ryder. Uh, she used to date the lead singer to Soul Sun, broke up the band.
0: Soul Sun? Yeah. I it was that other girl Runaway
1: Jane, No, I thought it I was, should... uh, no, was Counting Crows.
0: Huh? I thought it was Counting
1: Crows. No, that's Kate Hudson. She ruined that band, too. No,
0: that's Black Crows.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe I got it totally wrong. I think Winona Ryder dated... um... But I can't believe you brought up Kate Hudson right now. Great actress. Great movie she's done. But, man, she breaks up some bands.
0: Oh, my gosh. Maybe it's not her fault.
1: She made that Owen guy almost kill himself. Olson? Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson almost killed himself. What's wrong with this woman? (laughs) She's like Maleficent.
0: Well, Maleficent did get nominated for an Oscar.
1: Isn't oh it? yes. Oh.
0: Yeah, Adam Duritz. isn't that who she who she dated? The guy with the dreads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. that's Counting Crows.
1: Oh my God! I've been saying it wrong for so long.
0: <laughs> Good thing we have this podcast. Yeah. And we get off topic
1: so that you know. Oh wow! I learned something new today.
0: So uh, Little I'm Women. <laughs> Little Women is the story of. These four sisters and everything's mm-hmm. so great, mm-hmm. and they live with their mom that they call Marmy, mm-hmm. and their dad's off at the war, the Civil War, right? And but somehow they're not affected by it, nope.
1: really, not no, really. It's too far away,
0: no. So they live in an okay house next <sighs> next to a really big house, and they're so wonderful. And one's a great writer, and one's one a wants great to be, painter. you know,
1: individual. Right where you know she's a writer and be accepted for her writing abilities, and she's not because she's a girl. A girl, and then one wants to travel and right. be independent and
0: adventures. She's who to hate Amy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. like these are the the it's the first American authors. Uh, it's called Transcendentalism um, authors, um, p- painters. Um, so it's a, it's about how the frontier influenced that American identity of individualism, self-reliance, nonconformity, you know, um, th- those important things that all Americans are kind of connected with and respect. You know, we, we really like those kind of people that, you know, are able to go against the odds, rely on instinct and and, and make it. You know, like, you know, Andrew Carnegie, I mean, he turns into a huge, terrible Titan, uh, you know, Titan of industry, but we respect he came with nothing as an immigrant, you know, so, you know, Jeff Bezos or, you know, all those other guys that um, have, have come from nothing that made something and little woman's kind of connected to that. It's yeah. It's part of that American identity that first emerges. But from the women's suffrage movement that comes from that, mm-hmm. that time period or the second great awakening, I can go on and on about <laughs> US history and
0: I don't know. I think it of course it's important. You know, it's a female writer, mm-hmm. female characters. We like, haven't really had that a lot before.
1: Remind me of sense and sensibility from the British yeah. point of view.
0: I just find sometimes the dialogue a little contrived. Um I feel like the characterization's a little contrived sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel them very Other than Joe, excuse me, other than Joe, I don't find them very multi dimensional. Mm. I just, uh, there's just so many other great novels by women with women characters that could Mm. get remade over and over that it doesn't have to be Little Women.
1: Frankenstein. That's British.
0: Yeah, but. (laughs) Even then, I just. What would
1: be another woman author that. Which should be made into a movie that you? I don't
0: know, like maybe some Flannery O'Connor. Like, oh, she had the best short stories. Mm. Um, I would love to see some of hers come to life. Mm. I don't know. I just as as I think I might have said this before. I never could relate to the the characters. Mm. You know. Oh, well, these girls are entitled. Very entitled. Mm. Rich. Um, mm. Well, I, I guess they're they're kind of rich. The aunt is great. Aunt is super rich. One mm. of them Mary's a rich guy. And, mm.
1: They know they don't they know nothing of going without or yeah. feeling going without or feeling of no, right. you need to wait. We have to save. Yeah.
0: So, although I recognize its importance, um, I don't know. I just really don't feel like maybe it's just there because. Of course, Oscars are way too male-dominated, and so they just picked one. I wish there was a couple other movies that I thought were better. Mm. The uh, Best Actress category has only two from Best Pictures, and the other other three are from um, Pictures that are nominated, so we can just see it's a little sparse in the female area. But, you know... We're still making strides.
1: <laughs> we still have a long way to go.
0: Yeah. So um, uh, that is, I think that is it for our best picture talk. So um, we are going to have one more podcast before the big day.
1: Uh, is big that the Big days on Sunday. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Pam Super Bowl.
0: Yes, I'm getting his tuxedo cleaned, and my <laughs> my gloves are coming back from.
1: I wear. I wear. I wear my. Uh, my jacket.
0: Okay. And I have a dress ready. I'm not
1: wearing a fucking tie, though. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a banker. That's
0: okay. You don't have to wear a tie. <laughs> um, get your top hat, though. You're mm-hmm. to wear the top hat. Okay. And then I got my dress ready, mm-hmm. and got to get the appetizers. And... I'll
1: take a guess. I'll take Penny. <laughs> <laughs> She'd like She'd that. She'd like
0: that. <laughs> Penny's our <are> dog. <laughs> So um,
1: she's very jealous.
0: We'll have one more podcast uh, Friday morning with our picks, um, and then we'll come back afterwards and see how, how we, we do. Did, yeah, I'm. I. I never guess well. Always overthink it, but I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well.
1: All right, guys. I'll see you this later.
0: This is it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: It's getting closer. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't All right. Wait. I know. I know. All right. Thanks. Bye.